Welcome to the 359, I'm Roger Chang. I'm Ayaz Akhtar. Nintendo unveiled the Switch Lite, a low-cost version of its Blockbuster Switch console. It's $100 less, but there are some trade-offs. It's smaller, doesn't come with detachable Joy-Cons, and can't connect to the TV. That said, it, you know, it's reasonably priced at $200. What do you think about it? I'm kind of confused about it. If you already have a Switch, you lose out a lot of functionality with the Switch Lite. It does not connect to a television at all, so it's just a portable device. Now, there's a lot of great games for the Switch, but in mm -hmm. my house, the Switch is more of a family device. I know you can attach other controllers to this wirelessly, but I don't see myself gathering around that small five-and-a-half-inch screen. Yeah, my initial reaction was to kind of question this, but as I thought it through, it actually makes kind of sense as a portable gaming device. This would replace the 3DS, the 2DS, uh, or it can work as a second or even third Nintendo Switch in the household, you know, if you've got a big enough family. I just noticed when with my Switch, I spend a vast majority of the time just using it on the, the tablet itself. And so having the TV functionality may not necessarily be that critical. For some folks. I'm kind of curious how the game sharing will work. If you're in a household and you already have a Switch and you get a Switch Lite, can you share games, run the games at the same time? Can you even use this thing as a controller for a Switch? I don't think you can. No, it's an excellent question, though. Scott asked that, asked Nintendo that very thing, and, and they hinted that they were working on some sort of way to get some sort of game sharing mechanism, because mm -hmm. I think it would make a lot of sense if you've got multiple Switches in the household, having a household account. Yeah, it'd be like a reward for buying more Nintendo products. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, next up, let's talk 5G. Our own Katie Collins has a nice rundown of what the early next generation wireless deployment looks like in Europe. Um, the, the, one of the big things is, despite all the growing pains, um, one of the, the big appeals in Europe, at least so far, is uh, no additional fees and really kind of unlimited data. Right, um, but they're charging for more speed in general. So like a, kind of like home internet. Uh, no, that's in the U.S. Right. So that's the thing. In Europe right now, there, there are no fees. And it kind of goes back to a commentary I wrote last week when I advocated that really carriers around the world should take this model, not charge additional fees, not charge data caps or have throttling limits. Um, right now, like Verizon, I think, has kind of a, the best and worst example, right? They they were going to charge a $10 fee, which they have temporarily waived, uh, but they also don't count the data on 5G against your cap. That's not bad at all. So there's a there's a bit of a trade-off there. I would advocate you should just eliminate all fees. It'd be nice to be able to just go, okay, I'm paying X amount of money per per month. Just give me the latest technology. Let's right. keep, keep moving ahead. Keep in mind, when 4G came out, they didn't charge anything extra for that either. That's true. But again, where they can be, uh, money can be made, yes. uh, telecoms will find a way. Absolutely. And then lastly, uh, talking about VidCon kicks off today. Uh, the opening panel, actually, is uh, one devoted to deepfakes. Now, so-called synthetic video uh, basically make it super easy now for you to basically plant Tom Cruise's head on somebody else's body and make them run and jump and do potentially offensive things. What, what do you think? I think this is a really important thing for VidCon in general to get ahead of because yep. if you are a YouTuber and you have a great channel, you don't want to find out that there's a splinter channel of you doing crazy stuff that yes. you didn't do. It could also harm your brand. Uh, the idea that you can't trust video anymore. How do you prove you are you? Right. So these kinds of things need to be explained because this is new territory. It's one thing if like, that's not me in that photo. But it's like, that's you in that video, right? It's like, no, mm -hmm. it's not. It's yep. a deep fake. There's got to be ways for these video talent to understand how to deal with that. Right. The, the panel session is called Don't Panic, Prepare. So yeah, it's just, I think this is something we all have to kind of get ahead of, right? Yeah, I'm, yep. I'm afraid so. For more of these stories, check us out on CNET. I'm Roger Chang. I'm Maya Zaktar. Thanks for listening. Thank you.